1 Corinthians chapter 5 is one of those challenging passages of Scripture. It's not challenging because it is difficult to understand. Many times, some of the most challenging passages are actually not the most difficult to understand, but the ones that are pretty clear. What makes 1 Corinthians 5 challenging is that it presents an exhortation that is out of step with the culture of our time. In saying that, it was probably out of step with the culture of Corinth 2,000 years ago as well. Paul is calling upon the Corinthian church to be separate and to be different. And what is fascinating is that it seems that the Corinthian Christians, the church at Corinth, thought that they were being just that, different and separate, just not in the way that Paul would exhort. The church had welcomed a member that was living in open immorality, and the Apostle Paul writes, In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, when you are gathered together along with my spirit, with the power of the Lord Jesus Christ, deliver such a one to Satan for the destruction of his flesh, that his spirit may be saved in the day of the Lord Jesus. The view in the early church, or at least the view presented by Paul in this passage, was that habitual and continual practice of sin was exceedingly serious, especially sexual sin. The church at Corinth thought that they were being pretty awesome because they were tolerating obvious sexual sin within their church body. And Paul says, cut it out. Why? Because do you not know that a little leaven leavens the whole lump? This is absolutely not politically correct, or should I say culturally correct, in the Western world of our day. And it probably wasn't very culturally correct 2,000 years ago in Corinth either. But according to Paul, it is biblically correct. And that is the challenge we will always face. We live within cultures, and we are more affected by the cultures we live in than we often realize. And when you become a Christian, you begin to be transformed by the scriptures and by the Spirit of God. The church is a different culture. It is an expression of the culture of God's kingdom. And it is a culture that is divergent from the cultures of this world. The call to the Christian is to be set apart and different. And that isn't always easy. The call to the Christian is a countercultural call. And anytime you speak opposite of what the culture is saying, you're going to have problems. The culture will feel judged. And we don't respond very well when we are judged. But Paul's aim wasn't to be acceptable or pleasing to the culture. His aim was to be pleasing and acceptable before God. And to be pleasing to God requires seriousness about unrighteousness and righteousness within the church. I think that many of us in the American Christian church at this postmodern and post-Christian moment are trying to be accepted by the culture, or at least by some group within the culture. And some seem to think that they will be accepted by the culture by being accepting of all forms of immorality within the church. But then that cultural acceptance will be at the expense of the acceptance of God. Being accepted by culture may mean that you are displeasing to God. So we have a potentially hard choice. I don't think it's actually all that difficult, but some seem to think so. It is a decision that may mean that you are canceled by the culture. I would suggest to you that it's far less of a problem being canceled by the culture than being lukewarm before God. But let me make sure I point out what this does not mean. This does not mean that we are harsh and unloving toward people who are in bondage to sin outside of the culture of the church, in the culture around us. We should be those that are known by our love for and toward all people. It also doesn't mean that we will not interact with or keep company with people who are living in open practice of behaviors that the Bible identifies as sin. If that were the case, then as Paul notes in this chapter, you would have to leave the world. What Paul does say is that we cannot keep company with or associate with a person that says, 
I'm a Christian, while at the same time living in and walking in open and obvious sexual sin. These are hard words and seemingly unloving. But actually, one of the most loving things you can do is to be lovingly honest with someone, enough to tell them that it doesn't appear by your obviously immoral practice that you're actually a Christian, so you cannot remain in your open practice of immorality while also remaining within the church. If you repent, you're welcome to be here, but if not, you'll have to go. In reality, Christians within the culture of the church aren't saying anything different than those in the culture outside of the church. The culture around us says either you see and say and do things the way that we see and say and do them, or you can't be a part of our culture. You're canceled. And the church says you need to value these things and walk in this way, or you can't be a part of this culture within the church. Effectively, we're saying the same things. It's just two distinctly different cultures, and these two cultures don't really mix. So if you are a part of the church culture and you're wanting to be accepted by the culture of this world, that's not really going to work. Something to consider. We'll see you next time.